What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition, and a sad edition almost, CJ, of the hard count. Now, listen, we got a Super Bowl champion. We're all happy about Why not? CJ, we've been together all this time. Football season's over now, man. Like, what are we supposed to do now? Listen, I, I had dedicated Sundays. I had dedicated Mondays. I had dedicated Thursdays. Now it's gone. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a long off season, man, for sure. September, swinging, uh, swinging this thing back in, in, into everything. But it was a great year. It's a great year. Uh, obviously, like we talked about last episode, it's our first year collabing together, doing the show, and uh, hopefully, you know, next year. Well, not hopefully, but definitely next year, doing bigger and better things. Um, in terms, in terms of the content, in terms of how we want to, you know, really shape this thing out. So. Uh, Long off season, just like how the players in the off season, you know, we in the off season too, so we can figure out some things how to make the show better uh, for next season. But it's definitely a great one. Tough it came to an end, but excited for what's next. Yes, sir, brother. Yes, sir. Of course. Listen, I gotta, I gotta start the show off as I always do. CJ, we're, we're good. How we doing, brother? Yeah, all is well, man. Feel great. Uh, you know, Valentine's Day was yesterday. Spent time with the, with the misses, man. So. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you feel me? For I, wife, I, didn't you know. Know, I didn't even know CJ was comfed up like that, people. This, I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah, you know, just uh, you know, just chilling, man. Chilling with, with, with <laughs> chilling with my wife. We cooling out, man. So I uh, asked him, had a good time Tuesday. Talking Connie, talking football, talking Connie. <laughs> talking football, <laughs> my guy Connie, man. So it's a good week so far. What about you? How you feeling, man? Uh, y'all, listen, today is my long day at school, but it's all right, you know. Yeah, you know, listen. I hate to say this, but my professor caught a little, caught a little row, little row, row. Oh, sure. So my uh, four to seven class was a Zoom. So instead of being there from nine thirty in the morning to seven o'clock, I got to be there till four, and then I got to come home for the Zoom class. So at least I was in my bed, big chilling. I had a nice little meeting with him today. He said he liked some of my writing. So well, things are looking up for the kid right now. They're looking up for me. So that's good, bro. You know what? Thanks. We're trying out here. We are definitely trying out here. But listen, we got a Super Bowl to get into, CJ. This is what the people are really here for. Um, yes. So we got a Super Bowl champion, as you can tell by the uh, name and the background, honestly. See that boy getting mossed. <laughs> I saw him get mossed on Twitter. Apple, all night. Apple sauce. Well, so apple they, call pie him, they were cutting up. Calling that boy applesauce, man. Sheesh. Cutting up a little of that apple pie, you feel me? A little apple fritter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But California love, your your Los, your Los Angeles Rams are some uh, Super Bowl champions. Well, we have a 23 to 20 victory uh, over there for the Super Bowl. And, I mean, hey, we're going to jump into it. CJ, why don't, you, uh, why don't you recap this little game for me? Obviously, we'll we'll get into the individual things here and there. But what do you, you think of it as a whole, man? Yeah, I thought it was a good game. thought it was a solid game. Started off pretty well. Rams got it going early. Got that pass to Odell off the wheel route. It was a great route, great pass by Stafford. Really kicked things off. I was like, all right, man, let's get it going. Let's see what how the Bengals respond. <clears throat> Took them a little bit. Had a nice little trick play that uh, from Mixon to, to T. Higgins. I think that, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you've seen it a lot. We've seen a lot in the playoffs. We've seen a lot of these teams, you know, 
throw some tricks out there. You gotta, you know, you gotta keep the defense on the hill. So I thought that was a nice play. <clears throat> then Odell went down. It's kind of like a mixture. It's kind of like a roller coaster throughout the game. It was like ups and downs. And you know, Odell going down, it definitely, you know, took the life out of the game a little bit because he was had so much energy. These two catches were so infectious in the game. It was crazy. Uh, to me, it looked like you know, if he had if he had stayed healthy, might have been. Might have been wraps. Right? Been <laughs> yeah, I, I, it didn't. It didn't look like any of those guys were able to guard him in that secondary uh, for the for the Bengals. But it kept the game close. I think the Rams had to try to figure some things out. You know, they were passing it to Jefferson a little bit. Who's been solid, but hasn't really had that role of being a number two guy. Then they had um, some other guys step in there. Higby being out as well. So you know, you lose a dynamic receiver like that. Those other guys that usually don't get the reps in practice or in games for that for that matter, got to step up in the biggest game ever. And um thought they did, you know, okay. Uh, fourth quarter, second half, the, you know, the big play out the gate. Uh, Ramsey and T. Higgins up the sideline. T. Higgins grabs the face mask and, you know, kind of gets Ramsey's head turned around. Man, he goes for 75 for the, for the touchdown. A lot of people saying it's a flag. I think it's definitely a flag. I mean, Oh, he's, he ripped he ripped his ripped his face mask and the refs don't call it. And then from there, you know, it was uh it was kind of like it was a defensive battle, really. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, the Rams defense, they were getting stops. Cincinnati's defense, they were definitely getting stops. Um, just because again, that offense just looked completely different. They weren't really able to run the ball from a Rams perspective. Cam Makers couldn't get it going, Henderson. Michelle, none of those guys really were able to, you know, get a consistent run game going for the for the Los Angeles. And and then for Cincinnati, they were running the ball. They were having success. Mixon, I think he had 15 rushes, 72 yards. Was playing, playing pretty well, playing a really good game. Obviously got the passing touchdown like I just talked about. And it kind of stirred away from that. They started doing more drop backs and, you know, letting Burrow – you know, drop, stay in the, stay in the pocket and throw the ball. And I felt like that wasn't that, that was, that was leading to their demise, honestly, because it was 20 to, it was 20 to 16 for like eight minutes, seven, eight minutes. And, and the way that the way that the, the Bengals closed that game out, uh, four, three and outs, and then a turnover on downs. So, I mean, you know, you get a, you get a first down, uh, Maybe a touchdown, something like that, or you get a you get a first down, drive down the field. You have they just needed one solid drive. Okay, score a touchdown is just 27-16. I mean, it's the way the defense was playing. I mean, outside of <laughs> Eli Apple, <laughs> you know, you should you should be you should be you should be able to come out and have a and win this game. It was definitely there for the taking. Um, and then also after the touchdown, and Stafford throws a pick um, off the receiver's hands again. A guy that's not really used to. You know, being in that moment, being in that game, and they make a play. And that's the thing I like about the the Bengals defense. If it's in play and they have an opportunity to get that interception, they get that interception. Jesse Bates said the same thing on Van Jefferson when Stafford tried to heave it in the back of the end zone after throwing a long pass. And fourth quarter comes around, you, you're keeping the Rams in it. And then, you know, I, I listen, man, Stafford, Stafford has been clutch in, in these moments. He did it against the Buccaneers and, and in the divisional game. Did it against the 49ers in the, uh, the NFC Conference Championship game, and he stepped up in the Super Bowl when it mattered. Him and Cup, it was just it was Stafford the Cup up <laughs> up up the field, <laughs> all the way 
Yeah, automatic. Yeah, it just they weren't able to stop it. I think you know they really play some had some tight routes, some tight windows, tight windows, man. You know, a lot of people were saying they should have doubled him and things. I mean, he was doubled. It's just the just the timing was just so impeccable between those two. I mean, if their if their timing is on, it's, it's really tough to stop that. I mean, and, and, and Cup talked about it after the game. He talked about the hours they put in throughout the season trying to get things right, the amount of film they watched together, um, knowing that defense is going to try to hone in on them. And they just they made the plays. Sean McVay did a great job as too did a great job too with, with the play calling and that and that on that drive. And and it was just it was pitch and catch, really. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was just it was just up and down the field. Cut made a big play. Obviously, the second and seven, the no look was probably going to go down as one of the you know turning points of the game. Big play. I mean, the linebacker steps up just a little bit on that in route um, between the receiver and the Stafford just has enough time to just put it over, just put it out on the, on the on the other side of the helmet on the linebacker. Cup, you know, knowing anticipating Cup was going to be right there and uh, keep running through the route. It's a great pass, great play. And again, as I said, just comes to that type of timing. You just look at the numbers that Cup put up and, and, and Stafford put up too throughout the season. And just it just speaks to, you know, how great that duo is. And, you know, if they keep that up for, you know, a few more years, we might we might see something special with those guys um, in, in terms of numbers and, and accolades and things of that nature. So they get down to midfield and then when it was really no flags, like I just, I just, <laughs> I just talked about how Higgins didn't get the call. Um, I mean, Ramsey didn't get the call for for the for the pass interference and offensive pass interference, and then as soon as they get in the so, red zone, realistically, Higgins didn't get a call either in the end zone. There was oh right, right in the beginning on Ramsey, right, right, and I and to me, you know, you could say that's the wash. I guess I don't know, maybe, but I mean, one get one was a touchdown. I mean, I don't know, but. Then but it was really like okay, I right, the refs, you know, they're doing, you know, just letting them play. I, I like that. That's good. That's how you want. To, that's how you want the last game of the season to be. You don't want these, you know, these zebras out here, you know, throwing <laughs> the flag, showing themselves on TV. Nobody wants to see uh, 10 or 15 nobody, times. You're telling me nobody paid six grand a ticket to see the zebras. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody wanted to see Ron Tolbert out here talking about penalties and <laughs> things that's going on. Glasses on. Yeah, yeah uh, no one wants to see that. And lo and behold, you know, when you get in that red area, games gets tight. Then you got Logan Wilson, who's really having a great game. Really underrated linebacker uh, for the, yeah. for, the um, for the Bengals. You know, fast guy was stopping the run, made some made some big plays earlier in the game. Gets to hold on Cup. I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta hold him or you know get some type of contact on him. I mean, he he got nineteen forty six in the regular season. I mean, sixteen touch sixteen touchdowns, something like that. So, I mean, it has to be some type of contact. Should he have thrown the flag. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Um, and then Eli Apple gets the gets the pass interference, and then <laughs> and then and then lo and behold, they do the fade. I saw the clear. I saw the clear out before the before the play even happened, like pre snap. I saw a cup out there on Apple. I was and I didn't see a safety. I was like, yeah, it's over. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's that's like it's it's that, like that, an alley. that was like leaving like when people used to leave Gronk one on one in the red zone. Yeah, uh, I said, bro, what what did you think was gonna happen right now? Yeah, it's, I was like, yeah, it's it's. A, I mean, I'm putting. I got to put somebody else over there on, on Cup. He does a he does a great great route, fakes the inside, goes to the fade, you know, and and Stafford throws it up, and you know, Cup, like like he's been doing the whole the whole season and in the playoffs, comes down with it, touchdown. And then you know you got what about about what uh, some two minutes left. I thought it was about like a, I thought it was about 40, about fifty five for something like that. Yeah, but under under two. 
and people are like, oh, well, you know, Burrow gets the ball. This is his time. Can he have his, you know, quote unquote Brady moment, Brady S moment? It's going to put him into this and that, you know what I'm saying? And second and one, okay, you throw it over. Um, you just throw it deep. You just get it out. You just get it out the way because you don't want to cause interception or things like that. Third and one, you do a run to P. Ryan. Now, listen, I know P. Ryan's been their third down back, right, uh, throughout the season. But this is the last drive of the, this is the last drive of the season. Last drive of the season. You got to have Mixon out there. And it's not like Mixon can't catch the ball. We saw him do it. We saw him catch on one handed pass in the AFC Conference Championship game off a screen. That was crazy. It was a great pass. So you gotta have you gotta have Mixon out there in both of those plays. Then fourth and one. You, you drop back. I mean, I don't know, man. I just actually, 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 honestly, just to go back real fast, it was fourth and what two, fourth and one. They do a they do a pass, they do a reverse to Cup, and then Cup makes a Cup makes a, yeah. a, a nice move and gets the yeah. first down. I feel like they should have did something like that with Chase. You know what I'm saying? Like get Chase involved. You know, you can't just have Chase staying right there and just run his route. You, that you're just giving the defense an opportunity to cover him and bracket him. That again, that's why I feel like. Uh, we'll get we'll we'll get into that a little bit more, but just so just talking about the game, um, keeping it with just going going on what happened at the game. Fourth and one, and then you know, of course, Donald, you can't double Donald and Raheem Morris, man. I mean, I don't know if he's going to get a head coach. He's not going to get a head coaching job this cycle, obviously, because everything's filled up. But something comes around next year, he's he's gonna he's gonna probably get some get some looks. Uh, he did a great job in that second half. They started doing some stunts. They started moving um, Donald and and Von Miller around confusing that offensive line and it was getting scary. And, you know, Burrow most sack quarterback in, in uh, Super Bowl history, second with, I think, Starback, I believe. So uh, they, they were showing, they were showing the graphic up there when he was, you know, kept getting killed, thought he almost broke his, his broke his leg. He's out there screaming. They were showing his girlfriend and his mom. I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> this is about to be, this is sad. Yeah. Like, and, uh, but, Alex Smith vibes right now. Yeah, it was, it was, it looked crazy, but he stayed in the game and refused medical help. If, of course, of course, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna let some backup quarterback come in there and you know try to win the game for you. No way. After the entire season, uh, you can walk, you can play. That's how he looked at it. I respect that. Uh, but all in all, Aaron Donald came in there, and he he wreaked havoc on 67 Spain, and it, it was just, it was night night. I mean, he got he got to Burrow, Burrow. I thought Burrow was gonna be able to get that pass to P Ryan real fast, but just I didn't still happen. P Ryan should have dove. On the third and one, yeah, like he just no, kind of no, no, on the fourth and one, the pass. Oh, okay, okay, right, right, right. No, yeah, was, I, I, that was not some crazy reach, like, and nobody said, and I didn't even see it during the game. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it a buck fifty. I didn't yeah. see it during the game either. But after the game, they showing the replays of it. I was like, hey, hey, ain't nobody saw that he could have, you know, made a little bit of a better effort for that one. Yeah, I mean, a little again, Cam Newton situation going on right here. Yeah, again, uh, you know, he's not. He's not the bell cow, and I get it. You know, he's a specialist. He's a specialist back. You know, like you know, he's not James White. Case in point, he, you know, he's not. He's not James White. He's not Shane Vereen when he was, you know, catching thirteen passes against Seattle. I mean, Kevin Falk before all of those guys, uh, legend. So, um, I just think I just think Zach Taylor dropped the ball, man. I really feel like he did as a, as a play caller. You can't. I mean, once you start once you start to see Burrow get hit like that. In the second half, you got to mix it up with the run plays. Mix it up with some runs. Get chase on on some on some like uh, on some jet reverses. To, yeah, I'd be like get like get all your plays out. It's the last game of the season. You know what I'm saying? Like it's nothing to hold back. 
And I just feel like they they kind of they played a little too conservative. And you know your offensive line is struggling from a pass protection standpoint. How you offset that is you run the ball, you do some screens, you let that, you let that rush get up the field and then throw a screen and get 10, 15 yards. Let those guys get a get aggressive. <laughs> uh, you know, so, so it was just I, I just didn't understand um, you know, some of the play calling. I just feel like he got kind of nervous in the moment. And it led to their demise. They easily could have won that game. All they needed was one drive. And you get four three and outs and a and a turnover on downs to finish the game. That's tough. That's tough, man. Um, I know he's looking back, probably watching film, you know, sick. And uh <laughs> I'd be sick, bro, because the game was right there for them. I'm like, ah, right, yo, the way they were getting stops and the way that you know, just the, the it looked like the energy was just lost from the team once Odell went down, you know. So I was like, yo, this is their moment right here. They could capitalize. And I said it, I, and I talked about it when we talked about previewing the game. I said, they're going to have to be balanced. You can't have Burrow come out there 50 times, drop back 45. You got to have a balanced offense, mixing, get mixing going. And, you know, he was he was getting it going early. And, you know, they just kind of faded from that. And I feel like these, you know, we listen, we talk about these offensive coaches and, oh, you need an offensive guy, quarterback, da-da-da-da-da. But, <laughs> but. And you know you want to you want to have your quarterback be the guy, be the hero to save the save the team and have his you know Super Bowl game winning moment. But at the end, it's about winning the game. It's about if you know if you run the ball with Mixon and Bro nah, and, yeah. and they win the game, makes Bro's first stop probably still get Super Bowl MVP. And even yeah, if he doesn't, so I, what? I didn't I didn't understand it. I yeah, even know. if he doesn't, so what? So shout out to the Rams. They did what they needed to do. McVay got his got one. As a play caller, Stafford, they came here, they made all these moves, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, OBJ, and it uh it, it ended up being extremely successful, man. Gotta give them a lot of credit. They they put all their chips in front of the table and they cashed out. You know what sports I play, bro? I play uh I play announcer. I'm trash. <laughs> of course play. Gabe at the house. I, I play a little like baseball. baseball. I play a little baseball, you know. NFL scripted, bro. I mean, hey. You know what the crazy part is? Come on, man. No, 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 I don't think it's scripted. Come on, but man. The Dolphins owner is like apparently like gonna be busted for telling Flores to to throw games. Like that's apparently like a thing that's about to happen. So yeah, but that's not that's not a player thing, though. I don't think the whole NFL scripted. No, no, no. But like the lot. <laughs> can you imagine, bro? The Dolphins owner really about to be out here making people throw games. That's because- crazy. If he gets caught for that, it's over. Yeah, no, hundred percent. But then and also the thing is like you have to force him to. Yeah, yeah, of course, one hundred percent. But also, the Flores take the money or not? That's the second question. Because if you want to cry wolf and then you took the bread, it's like, bro, like you took the bread, and why? And then you, it took you to get fired to come out of here. You should have been like, yo, if you had, if they were coming, like, listen, the, the, this owner's right here. He's trying to sabotage my coaching career. He's telling me to tank games. I don't want to be a part of this. Bro, that's exactly why the whole Hugh Jackson thing had me. Yeah, that's up. why he did. Yep. Bro, Hugh exactly. Jackson sold the bag on that one. Yeah, he like said, I want to cut my mouth off. Like, you took the bro, bread, bro. bro. So why are you yeah. crying? Hugh Jackson said, "Yeah, seven hundred thousand dollars was just in my bank account. I didn't notice because I have direct deposit." Come on, man. Bro, yeah, I don't care looks... how much money you got. I don't know how. I don't care how much money you got. If you got seven hundred k in your bank account one day and you didn't realize it, you're captain. Lies. Yeah. Straight lies. Yeah, he, he just tried to attach his name to something, you know, in the moment. He probably heard. He was like, oh, let me, you know, let me attach my name to this, get a couple T, get some TV time. 
And, and and again, that you know that takes away from like you know the seriousness of some of these issues that go on when you got a guy like that. It's just you took the bread, bro. You know, so you can't out here. You can't talk about oh the Browns they try to sabotage my coaching career when you took the bread. You should have been saying that when it was happening. Yo, this coach trying to sabotage my coaching career. What's up, NFL? Do something about it. Here's the receipts. Here's the, the conversations that we had. He didn't do that. So stop bitching. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, you broke down the Super Bowl beautifully, um, and that's the kind of part that I want to get into is what went wrong for the Bengals. And for me, it started at the beginning. Like CJ, don't get me like. Here's my thing: I feel like it is literally a rite of passage. Like it, it's a rite of passage. It's going to happen every year that the first two possessions of the Super Bowl are three and out. Like, yeah, yeah, I, last year too. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I feel like every single year, bro. It is a three and out when it comes to the Super Bowl. And you go for it on fourth and one at your own 49? Uh, yeah, I forgot about, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like for yep. what? Yeah, I get trying to be aggressive, but I felt like it was just too early. We, I mean, you guys were talking about that yesterday on um, Gen Z. Yeah, I, was, I definitely agree with that point. It was just too early to, to do that. Like it, it, that, that one didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, then like you said, you know, it's all the way at the end of the game, but how do you not have Mixon on the field? Third and uh, one. Listen, you know me. I've argued against Mixon for a long time. Yeah. And I, he had a great year. Like, there's no denying that he had a great year. Top five so rushing. How are you going to have your backup on the field on the two most important plays of your season? And that's not even hyperbole. That is a literal fact. You are down in the Super Bowl on a drive that you need to score. So a third and one and a fourth and one, therefore – are your two biggest plays of your entire career, like of your entire season, I should say, not career. And you got your backup on the field. And like you said, it's not like Mixon got stone hands. He can catch the ball. Like, like, I don't understand that at all. I don't listen. Michael said, I don't think Mixon sat out any series with that last one. I, I don't know what happened on the last one. I don't know if he got, got a, you know, upset or something like yeah, little tummy ache or something going on late in the game uh like i don't know i don't know how you, they didn't know. have him there i haven't i haven't heard anything um i don't think any reporters asked zach taylor after the game about it if if i if, if they did i must have missed that but um yeah like you i agree i can't fathom that <laughs> i don't know man but so that one gets me and then listen i said this on gen z last night too for me, I like here's my question, Suzanne, because I don't know if you were in there yet. If that's a corner on Cooper Cup doing the exact same thing, I don't think there's a flag. I don't. And and listen, I and here's the thing. I, I feel that way for the simple fact that we are human beings, bro. So when we see something that doesn't really make sense, we question it a little bit. You got Cooper Cup. Who, like you said, what he had 1946, how many yards this year? 16 yep. touchdowns. What he had, like 146 catches, something like that, something yep. crazy. And he's at the goal line and he's being guarded perfectly by a linebacker. No, like, like as a human being, you're like, <laughs> come on, I just saw this guy torch every single corner he went against every single year, and that's what they're supposed to do. I saw him torch linebackers, they put him on a linebacker, I saw him torch safeties all year. And you're telling me in the biggest game of the year he can't get free of a linebacker? I'm telling, like in my head, I really think that if that's a corner, 
they're like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. But it's, it's a linebacker garden Cooper Cup, man. Like it it doesn't make sense because uh, I I listen. I don't think it was a flag. I really don't. Listen, was there a little hand tugging? Yeah. Was there was there maybe a, a grab? Possibly, but it was nothing. You know, you, you I didn't see no fistful of jersey. You know, this typical thing that we see uh, when a holding call is called. Um. So I don't know. I just didn't like that. Uh, like you said, they had let them play the entire game. Yeah. Like, like the entire game, you're calling absolutely nothing. Um, the only flag really was the one from for Hargraves running onto the field like an idiot. With yo, I, yeah, that I forgot about that. Wow, what are you doing, bro? bro? Yo, it was crazy because I was at my boy's house and he had a TV in the kitchen, one in the living room, and we kept going back and forth, you know, doing stuff or whatever. And I came back out into the living room and I was like. They just got an interception in the end zone. Why are they at the 10-yard line? I was like, I'm so confused right now. And then I saw Hargraves run into the field, and I was like, bro, come on. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know what he was doing, man. I mean, I get again caught up in the moment, but, you know, you wait That's for your guys to get back to the – caught up in the moment. Nah, you got to get back to the sideline, bro. You wait, you celebrate with your guys when they get back to the sideline. Like, like That's I, a real bad time. That was that was uh I was low IQ on his part, one hundred percent. So definitely getting definitely getting that pink slip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, and then listen, here's my thing too. I don't like the fourth. I don't like the fourth and one call either. You know, and CJ. Me, what you, you mean the last in the last play last play of the game? Last play of the game. I'll, I mean, realistically, I didn't like the fourth and one call that they had earlier in the game either. Um, but me and you agreed on it. If you were going to sit there and look the Rams in the face and say, yeah, we're going to pass the ball game, you were going to die. It was going to happen. Because, like you said, to offset that great pass rush, you have to run the ball a little bit. And guess what? They were having success doing it, too. Like, it's not like – it wasn't like the Rams. Like, the Rams, I didn't understand. McVay was running the ball, running the ball. K-Makers averaged, like, what, 1.2 yards a carry? Literally. Not even, like, joking right now. Joe Mixon was actually having some success. The fact that they didn't do it more kind of boggled my mind a little bit. So you're having success doing that or whatever. You go away from it. And then the fourth and one, like I said, they now they know you're passing because there ain't no way that they were about to do a run pass or a run pass, a run play on that. You don't keep an extra blocker in. You don't chip with your tight end. You don't chip with the running back. I mean, I don't even know who was on the left side of the field, but the cornerback was was playing off coverage, eight yard off coverage. And then you have, and then you're on fourth me, and one, you have Burrow Chase doing You tell me Burrow can't give him a little, you know, a little little side eye, be like, bro, just stand still. I'm gonna pass it to you real quick. And then on on third and one, I mean on fourth and one, you got Chase doing a go route on fourth and one. That should be the guy that should be getting the ball. You like I like I talked about cup, fourth and one. Did a cut, did a nice little cut move, got the first down, moving the chains. And it was GG's after that. Uh for, for McVeigh, we talked about running the ball. Like, yeah, they were they weren't successful, but you still gotta you still gotta try it because you still want to make sure you freeze those linebackers. If those linebackers are dropping back all, all the time, especially when you only got one wide receiver, that's you know good <laughs> for the Rams as Odell went down. Then I, I get it. Like you got to you got to freeze those linebackers a little bit. Have them thinking like, okay, is this a run? Is this a pass? But for the Bengals situation, man, 
for you to not to run the ball, knowing that you can't pass block. Swap. Swap. Michael said, y'all see when Ramsey was burnt in that fourth and one, Joe just didn't have enough time. I mean, yeah, the meme came true. I mean, technically the meme is wrong, and I know, I know, I know it is. Because without Jamar Chase, they probably not getting there in the first place. But, you right. know, that meme. No, was, yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, the, the meme that was viral, viral before the draft of, like, you know, uh, Sewell blocking for Burrow and then Burrow having time to throw to anybody or nobody blocking for Burrow and have him having no time to throw to Chase. Like, that meme literally came true on that last play of the game, and that's the thing that sucks for the Bengals because, bro, Ramsey on the ground. Face first on the ground on that play. If Burrow has one more second, literally, that's a touchdown. Yeah, but there's no such thing as one more second with that O line, man. No, and they, they know that. And, they and know, that's, 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 and that's what I'm saying. Why you got unforgivable for me? How do you not chip and how do you not keep an extra blocker in? Yeah, how, and how is Chase doing a go route on fourth and one? You just need one yard. Why is Chase running 45 Chat yards down pass. the field? Yeah, touch pass or something, man. A quick little, you know, hook. Like you gotta. I mean, he's your he's your best player other than Burrow. So why not get him the ball? I I, I just feel like Zach Taylor really he really dropped the ball on this one, man. Um, it was they could they should have won the Super Bowl. But again, you know, we talking and I know, I see Bengals fans. If you want to be objective, can't cry about the plot. You can't cry about the penalties when no, when you had the ball. You had four three and outs. And a turnover on downs and all your possessions when you were up 20 to 16. You could have won the game. One touchdown is over. So, I mean, listen, yeah, the flags are obviously that's that's the most recent thing that happened, but you had ample opportunities to win that game. So um, hold on. Oh, we got somebody requesting a hot seat right here. A little some we got some Zach requesting the hot seat. I'm gonna put you on for a minute, my guy. Put you on the mic. Let's see. Let's see what you're bringing to the table over here. We always love the interaction. The Zach, what's good, Zach, man? what's good, man? Zach, what's going on, brother? What's going on? What's up, guys? I'm totally with you, and I said this on my show yesterday. I just You can't blame the penalties. I really don't think they were that big of a factor in the game, and the biggest missed penalty of the game benefited the Cincinnati Bengals. So I don't want to hear anything about the penalties. I think a point that really hasn't been brought up the Rams missed extra point, I think, actually helped them on the final drive because then they're playing for a touchdown. You call the game differently in that spot. Maybe they're a little bit more conservative in some play calls if they know that they have potentially a game-tying field goal in that spot. That's something that nobody's really brought up on any of the shows that I've heard the last couple of days, but I really think that ended up being a big factor in the game. And Matthew Stafford, I think, just booked his ticket to Canton with no running game, no Odell Beckham, had to four-speed Cooper Cup. He still went out and got it done. To me, that's a Hall of Famer. Well, brother, we appreciate that. And, you know, honestly, you made a I – mean, that's a wonderful point. Like I said, thank you uh, for your time. Yeah, thank you, Zach. I appreciate it, man. Um no, I didn't even think about the extra point. I really didn't. That's like he said, nobody's really talked about that, and I haven't either. Because honestly, you're right. If you're down four, you got to score a touchdown. You literally yeah. have to. Yep. If you're down three, you know, maybe you're not shooting for. I mean, they're probably still shooting for the end zone. Don't get me wrong, but maybe it's not the same play call. Maybe this is a little bit different. Maybe that's a little bit different because you know you have that safety net of okay. We're not going to score the touchdown on on this third and one, but you know we can give him a field goal. It's fine. Cause you know what I mean. Like like what if it's that third and one, same exact play call, 
but now they're just defending the end zone because they know that they're going to kick the field goal. So maybe maybe the linebacker isn't all up on Cooper Cup like that. Maybe he's just defending the goal line instead. You know what I mean? So yeah. that that's a that's an excellent excellent point. And one more thing that kind of confused me about the Bengals game plan as well. Um the thing that I'm confused about and CJ I I could be wrong. It's very possible. Um I'm not right all the time, believe it or not. I know it's a surprise to me too. Um <laughs> did, did the Bengals run any screen passes? I didn't I didn't see one. I didn't see one. And again, that, those are plays that offset pass rush. You know, you know those guys when they get the burrow, you throw and a nice little screen pass. Yeah, they were great at it. Yeah. Because and again, the Rams, they know their offensive line is trash. So why not do screen passes? And yeah. the Rams are bad at defending it. Like that was the thing going into the game that people thought the, the Bengals would do a little bit of it. It was throw screen passes because the, the Rams aren't good at it. The Bengals are. I didn't see one. Zach Taylor got out coached, hands down. There's no other way to put it. I saw I saw the Bengals fans, you know, screaming when they came back. I would have been like, yo, why didn't you give it to Mixon? I would have been saying that. When they came, when he was standing out helping out the fans, hugging, you know, raving to the fans, I would have screamed, why didn't you give it to Mixon, bro? Because I don't understand it. Yeah, he just got out coached. That's I mean, that's just that's just point blank period, bro. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I mean, maybe the the moment got too big for him in a certain certain times, but that's your bread and butter. That's your bread and butter is, is running the football. Even last year when Burrow went down, you were running that football. You were giving it to Mixon. This year, Mixon was top five in rushing. And hopefully they I mean, we're gonna get we're gonna get into we're gonna get into you know future success for for the Bengals and whether they're going to get back but uh, I mean it's, it's tough to get back that's why that's why you know we talk about Brady how about we do I know it's at the end you yeah. want to do that now yeah yeah let's uh, let's just dive into that right now what's your what's your thoughts on on the Bengals are they going to be future Super Bowl contenders how you see that playing out let me say this is it possible of course it is you got Burrow you got Chase, was you got Higgins uh, all on rookie deals. Yeah. I think Mixon got paid a little bit. Um, yeah, Mixon got an extension and Taj Boyd. Those were the ones, yeah. So you got your key players Tyler on Boyd, rookie deals. Yeah. Key players on rookie deals. And that's your time to win. That's when you're supposed to win. We saw it with the Chiefs. They won when Mahomes was still on his rookie deal. Um, obviously, the Patriots won with Brady on his rookie deal. We saw the Seahawks win with, with Russ on his rookie deal. I mean, all these teams, a lot of these teams win with quarterbacks on their rookie deal because you don't got to pay him. You can pay everybody else and then when your quarterback is good that's kind of when some money's coming off the table you give it to him and then you hope that he's the one that can carry those deficiencies that you now probably have in your team but here's the thing cj and the whole nfl it's not just us patriot fans it's the entire nfl got screwed up because the patriots we now think that if if you don't turn into them, that you failed, and mm. and that if you don't make it to the Super Bowl a lot, that you know, or or that making it to the Super Bowl is easy. I mean, Brady did it ten times in twenty two years. It's easy, right? It's it's not. Yeah, it's not. Well, what did everybody say before before Aaron Rodgers came into the league? And you know, some people still say it. Dan Marino, greatest pure thrower of the football ever, one of the best quarterbacks. Yeah. He made it to the Super Bowl in his second year too. Guess what? Never made it back. Never sniffed it. Jim, I mean Jim Kelly yeah. made it four years in a row. Didn't even win one. I still don't even know how that's possible. God, I, that's terrible. 
Uh, <laughs> Philip Rivers had some pretty solid teams over there in San Diego. Never even made one. And the thing for yeah. the Bengals is this might be a prime example of being good at the wrong time. Because uh, okay, I mean, yeah, let me right on that. Now, But guess who else is good? The Chiefs. They have Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. <laughs> uh, the Chargers, Justin Herbert, who I think is probably an MVP in the next two or three years. Keenan Allen's still good. I'll see what they do with Mike Williams. They're going to fix up a couple things. They're going to be very good. You got the Bills with Josh Allen. You have. Not the Patriots with, you know, Mac Jones, but with Bill Belichick and the way that, you know, he can coach. Right. You have the Ravens with Lamar. You have uh, the Broncos if they can get a quarterback. You have the Dolphins if they get their quarterback. Yeah, those are two big ifs, though, but I see what you're saying. Yes. The other, the other, the other five, 100%. Yeah. You have five – the Steelers if they get a quarterback. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yep. So I – and here's the thing. Did, did I even say an NFC team yet? Because right, you got to right. beat somebody in the Super Bowl too. So it's not just enough to beat all of those teams that get there. You got to go beat somebody in the Super Bowl as well. And this could be an example of being good at the wrong. Bro, how many rings realistically should of uh, Stockton and Malone have? How many? You're telling me they should they they shouldn't have had some? But no. Oh, MJ at least two. Said, I mean, they got there. Yeah, they got there twice. MJ said, <laughs> right. good. Yeah, that that Nick team probably should have had one. MJ so, yeah. said, "Yeah, I'm good, bro. Don't worry about it." Right. Sometimes Reggie, Reggie Miller. The, yeah. Sometimes Markley. you're good at the wrong time. Sometimes you come up at the listen. Like I said, we can go back to Philip Rivers. He probably should have a ring, but guess what? He was there when Peyton when uh, Peyton Manning was there, when Tom Brady was there, when Big Ben was there. Sometimes like, you're just not. And, and all of this being said, if the Bengals were to win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years, I wouldn't be surprised. But for everybody to be like, oh, it's okay, Bengals, go back and get them next year. You don't know if you're ever going to get back. You could go to 17 straight AFC championship games for all I care and never win a Super Bowl because you could lose all 17 of them. But the fact that the Patriots <laughs> made it there every single year, everybody's like, oh, well, it's easy. How could you not do it? It's not. And we've seen it. How many, I, The Chiefs, since they won that Super Bowl, have been Super Bowl favorites every year. They've been back once. They got oh, smacked. Twice. twice. Yeah. Well, oh, since, since winning. Right, right, right. Yeah, since yeah. winning. Since right, winning. Right, right. They got smacked, lost in the, in the championship game twice. Yeah. So can yeah. they come back? Absolutely. Will they? I have no idea. Yeah, those are great points. Those are great points, especially with the quarterbacks and um, you know, just that just that gauntlet. That's <laughs> the NFC, bro. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild to see what happens uh, there. I would say, will they will they get back? Well, I've, well, we know one thing. They got to fix the offensive line. That's I mean, that's a given. That's like captain obvious. And um, second, yeah, again, Zach Taylor. Uh, you know, work on, he's still a young coach. He's still a really young guy. He's what, 36, 38? 30, 38, 38. Okay. Yeah. 39, yeah, 38, 39. Still a young coach has time to improve. Um, they definitely overachieved from the standpoint of what their front four looks, front five looks like, um, in the offensive line. So, you know, if you want to look at it that way, you, they, they should be back. They have the quarterback. 
They have a elite wide receiver. They have a top five running back. They have a you know really opportunistic defense. Now that division is you know you got Baker coming back healthy. You would expect that's the team I forgot. I have to imagine yeah. if the Browns get a quarterback, or if Baker just plays a big or big. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah, one of the two could could definitely be possible. So I think I think yeah. Uh, I'll say I'll say yeah. I'll say yeah. Um, just from the simple, I don't know if they're gonna win it, but I'll say yeah, just because. Again, Burrow still still really young. This is his first. Remember, this is his first full season as a as an yeah. NFL quarterback. <laughs> like, so you know what Jamar I mean. Chase like really going into year two, Higgins. Yeah, Jamar Chase going right. Yeah, so exactly, exactly. So you know they're still really young now. If they were like in their all these guys are like in their thirties or something like that, oh, almost yeah. and nah. But for these guys to have such success early on, and your Dan Marino point is great, but it's still different. Um, it's still different teams, different times. I think I think Burrow is one of those top guys. Chargers, they got a lot of questions. Uh, this guy threw for fifty three hundred yards, and they didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, it came down to the last game, but they didn't win. Uh, Staley, Staley got a lot of questions as a head coach. We saw we, we criticized him and his play calling at certain times. Um, so yeah, I think I think they'll be in it. I mean, I'm pretty sure they got a lot of confidence against Kansas City being two and zero. Um, in the regular season and in the AFC Conference Championship game. So that gives them a lot of confidence. I, I think so. I think they'll be back in there. And, CJ, here's, you know, like you said, pointing out Captain Obvious, of course. I I don't know if you have heard this piece of trivia, CJ. If you have, you feel free to answer. Last 22 dropbacks for Burrow. You know how many times he got sacked? Seven. Yeah. Yeah, seven. You got sacked third, seven yeah. times. Third is dropbacks. Twenty-two drop or yeah, twenty-two dropbacks. You're not doing anything with that. Nothing. Right. right. I, but what I, they got I, like fifty-eight million in cap, right? So sixty-six. Sixty-six. So yeah, I mean draft. I mean, I mean, I mean left tackle Jonah Williams. Armstead out there. You got Orlando. Jonah Williams is solid. They need a guard. <clears throat> they need. They definitely need. A, they need a really good guard. One hundred percent. They're probably probably a left and a right guard. They need to get that together, um, because that because Aaron Donald was whew, <laughs> that boy was that boy was eating in, in that on that three technique, man. He was going crazy. So, um, yeah, they they need they need a guard. I think left tackle is solid. Right tackle, you know, you can mix and match. But they have the cap, like you said. But what you but uh, Josh made a good point too yesterday that I agree with. You don't want to overpay now. And then once these guys' contracts start to come along, then you can't pay, then you can't pay these guys. You might have to, you know, lose a guy or two in this, you know, in, a, in that young. Obviously, you're not gonna lose Burrow, but maybe one of these skill position players. You might lose those guys down the road because you overpay and try to fix the offensive line. So, but yes, but they do have to. Here's my thing, right? Would you rather overpay for Lyman and keep Burrow safe, or and lose? I'll say, I'll say Higgins. And have Chase and Boyd, or would yeah. you rather have all three of them and still have a midline? Because I think I'd be willing to lose one if that means I can have, you know, the the wall. Like like you got to build a wall like they did with Tampa around Brady. I mean, obviously Burrow can actually move a little bit, so it doesn't have to be you know the Great Wall of China. It can you know kind of be uh, you know uh, uh, you know maybe a castle like in Lord of the Rings or something <laughs> like that. Um, but like I feel like I'd rather have that and lose one guy than be worried about it. 
Oh yeah, one hundred. Of course, of course. I'm just saying. Just, I just hope they're the way they the way they um, sign these deals and make these contracts. It's it's to where it gives them. And I, I, of course, yeah. I support the players getting their bread. But you know, teams going to do what's best for the team. Obviously, we know this. So if if they're if they're smart, they make these deals as to where it's friendly for them to you know get out some deals and things like that to uh, to make sure they're not you know completely. They don't have any money, you know, and then they can't make moves, you know, four or five years down the road. So, but yeah, well, I mean, of course, of course, if they, you know, they get that, if, it's a, still a big if because just because you sign a guy doesn't, who, who's their offensive line coach? I don't know. I don't know. And I don't want to put a lot of, gotta go too. he might have to, he might have to go, but then it's like, you know, you, you can't always, yeah, if you're not good. Get our boy Dante Scarnecki up in there. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a legend. He's a legend. He's a legend, bro. Nah, yeah, he's he's a legend, bro. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough to to find any anyone like that. But um, whoever whoever their coach is, I don't know. It's tough for me to say how good he is or not because you know they didn't have they really weren't that talented. Obviously, not that great. So they might they might he might be let go. They might want to try to get a guy in there that's more established that has a, maybe a better resume. Who that is, I'm not sure yet. Maybe get one of these get one of the guys from the for the Forty ers uh, from the Rams, you know, one of these teams that, you know, are really good with their offensive line, that that would be the best situation for them. But they have the quarterback. He had a phenomenal year, his first full year starting. And, again, uh, like I said, those quarterbacks are it, – it is a gauntlet. It, it definitely is. But if I'm if I'm the Bengals, I feel confident I got one of those – I got one of those great guys too. So it's not like, you know, it's not like he – it's not like Burroughs, Rex Grossman. You know what I'm saying? I think he'll he'll get he'll get better as uh as his career progresses. And um, they, that's the other thing. They do need a corner too. They need a corner. One hundred percent. So I mean, hey, I, I know Gilmore's a free agent. I mean, I don't know. I don't think he's defensive player of the year, Gilmore anymore. But there ain't no way he's not better than Eli Apple. Yeah, they need they need a um they need a they definitely. I mean, you could you could get an outside guy or you could get a slot. They definitely need a nickel. They need another nickel cornerback. No question. Good old good old apple butter ain't working out too well. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was getting so? he was getting toasted, man. He was getting toasted all all Super Bowl. It was bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bro, Twitter was going crazy. Bro. Oh, he was trending for at least a good like five, six, like honestly, the whole night, really. Nah, he, he was... trended for like a whole as two days, honestly. Two days, yeah, I believe it. It was, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, you got McCall Hardman talking about you'll get one of these eventually. You got Tyreek Hill with the laughing emojis, Michael Thomas talking about Eli going Eli, and it was got it. Uh, you gotta back. You gotta back. If you're gonna talk crazy like that, you know, like he did, you gotta back it up, man. And talk you know, crazy. He, there was ample opportunities for him to, you know, shut people up, especially on that fade route. Like, what else? What else? You, what else? You think they were gonna do? I, I don't. Know. I mean, yeah, listen, Cup sold the route. The slant, but like, yeah, and, and right. That's what I'm saying. He sold it beautifully, like going inside, you know, to you know, think it was gonna be a slant, but but the minute uh, he cut back outside, bro, I'm putting my hands up like this. And jumping, shit. They probably would. They probably would have called PI, man. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not wrong with the way they call it at the end of the game. Yeah, the way they, yeah, the way they want to get involved. Yeah, they were turning into superstars. <laughs> well, hey, let's get to um, the team that didn't win and uh, the Super Bowl MVP, like we just talked yeah. about, Cooper Cup. 
you know, some chatter out there. Did they get it right? Or did they get it wrong? I think they got it right. I do. I mean, you score two touchdowns. You have what? I think you had 98 yards. Yep. Um, I think six catches. I think, it was, yeah, I think it was eight. Eight for like 97. Two touchdowns, I believe. You might be right. I'm, I, uh, I don't know off the top of yeah, my head. I yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head as well. Um, but, I mean, hey, you do something like that, I got no problem with you winning Super Bowl MVP. Not a, I mean – Obviously, if you want to give it Aaron Donald for the story, kind of would have been, you know, nice. Um, I don't think Stafford earned it. I think he was about – I think he was like 26 of 40. I think he, had, he obviously had the two interceptions, uh, which, by the way, those interceptions, I know that, you know, we talk about them all the time. But, like, the first one was a punt, honestly. Yeah, yep. And the second interception was bounced off somebody's dude's hand. So, I mean, it's not like he was out here throwing Stevie's all over the place. Um, but, yeah, I think they got it right. Like, could you have given it to Donald? Would I have been mad? No. But, I mean, Cooper Cup, especially the last drive of the game, what did he have? He had, like, I can't remember what he did. He had, like, five catches for 60-something yards, I thought, in the last drive of the game. You know, a.k.a. the most important drive of the game. So, uh, when, when you do something like that, it – uh you're definitely going to get some love. So I have no problem with him getting the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think he he could have easily deserved it. Again, that, that like you said, the game-winning drive, the tough catches he was making, uh, the fourth and one as well, like like we talked about earlier in the show. Got to give him. 8 for 92, yeah. 8 for 92, two touchdowns, yeah. So he played, he played great. He played great when it mattered. He's been doing it all postseason. You know, this is pretty Bro, won, pretty see, much won uh, them won them the game against the Buccaneers. Did you see like his total yards this year compared to like everybody like in like history or whatever? I think like for a season? I, yeah, for like season and playoff combined. Yeah, it's up there. I and mean, I saw Larry. I, I think I, saw, I think he had five hundred more yards though than the next closest person. Yeah, he, like he, that—that's not some, you know. And people, oh well, he had an extra seventeenth game. Did I miss the game where he where he where he uh, had five hundred receiving yards? Did I miss that one? <laughs> he's he's he's, a, he's incredible, man. He's incredible. I'm glad he's getting the the, the credit that um, he deserves. Uh, he's had a he's had a hell of a season. Now it's just time for him to keep it up. Uh, you know, he, he has again him is he has a, a really a great quarterback with him. In this time frame now, so if he could stay healthy, he's 28 right now in his prime. Uh, he puts he puts together four four really good solid seasons. Uh, obviously, you know 1946. You don't see that every year. Teams are going to try to game plan, try to stop him. Uh, but you know the right. way his the way his chemistry is, he keeps that up with Stafford. Uh, he's 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 definitely on his way. But he has to keep that consistency for the next you know five seasons or so. He'll he'll get in, no question. Like it's amazing what a quarterback does for your life. Yeah, 100 like, yeah. Yep. Like, last year, just last year, had 92 catches for 974 yards and three touchdowns. He had 145 catches, 1,947 yards, and 16 touchdowns a year later. Bro, if this was baseball, he would have gotten a steroid test. He's, sm- he's smart. He's smart. He, he understood. Okay. Barry Bonds out. He's smart. He understood, like, yo, this is, you know, this is this is the best quarterback I've had in my career. 
to this date, obviously. And, you know, why not try to develop a, a great relationship with him? And that's what he did. I mean, from day one. And like I said, they, those guys, those guys talked about that after the game. They talked about it um, when they were on, I think, Good Morning. I'm um, not Good Morning Football. Uh, Good Morning America when they were at Disneyland. They talked about their chemistry. They talked about the work they put in. And it's a guy, he's, I mean, six-round draft pick, Eastern Washington. I mean, him and him and Kendrick Bourne, they went to the same college. I mean, they came from, like, that's why I, on my story, when they, when, I, when he won, I was like, he came from the mud. He came from the bottom, bro. He came from the mud. Like, he's not one of these – he wasn't one of these top guys. Yeah, wasn't that, the first-round draft pick. Yeah, wasn't the first-round draft pick. No Belifnikov awards in, this, in college. He didn't win all that. So he was he was definitely somebody that had to earn his way. And, you know, he's, he's definitely lived up to it and, and got to give him no, nothing, nothing but respect. Uh, it's him and Devontae clear cuts number two, oh, yeah. two best, I mean, two best in the league. Even close anymore. Yeah, and um, I mean, where do you rank his season against everybody else? Like all time, you can say. Uh, off the top of my head, I still put Randy's 07 season above it. I mean, you scored twenty three touchdowns. Um, if he would have, if he would have capped it off with a bowl, it would to me that would have been num- numero uno, no doubt about yeah. it. I, no I, doubt, but I, I, to me, uh, Cup, it's tough, season. man. Calvin season, Larry, Larry, Larry. If you include the postseason as well, the way he did against uh, against the Steel, his postseason was was crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, Jerry, obviously. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they got you know they got twenty two thousand receiving yards. So you know, one I mean, was as much as we hate on him. Michael Thomas had like what seven hundred and eighty four thousand catches in a season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he went crazy. He went crazy one year. For a wide receiver, you got to. It's definitely top three. I'll go Calvin. I'll go Calvin Jerry. I mean, I'll go Cup, Jerry, Calvin, uh, Larry, and then um, I got throw Randy Moss in there too, man. But yeah, I I, 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 I got go... those two at the top because they got the bowl. They got the bowl to finish it. You feel me? Like they capped it off at the you... ring. And the and the and the playoff like dominance. It's not like you know he was he had a great regular season, mid in the postseason, and he then got literally the won that the the yeah, catch over with the Bucks won them that game. Yeah, yeah, you got to put it one. To me, I'm putting it one. I mean, you could say recency bias. I got to look back, but I just, I just, I mean, because <laughs> because here's the thing too. Like Jerry, I think I think him and Jerry are the only people to ever win Offensive Player of the Year. Super Bowl MVP and have the receiving triple crown. Cooper Cup did that in one season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Jerry, he did it Jerry in one Rice. Season. Jerry Rice did it in two seasons. Like he did it. Like he got all three of those, but it was in two combined seasons. Yes. Like I think the year that he won the receiving triple crown, he also won Offensive Player of the Year. But I don't think they won the Super Bowl. So like he got the Super Bowl MVP the next year or whatever, something like that. I mean, you did all three of those things in a year. Yeah, it might be recency bias, and I'm not gonna lie, you talked me out of putting Randy number one, just because, like I said, bro, you got 23 touchdowns, and the way that it was just like, bro, he was mossing Re- like prime Revis Island, like prime yeah. Revis Island. Um, and people try to discredit yeah, yeah. people try to discredit Cup because a lot of his work comes in the slot. I don't care, and, I ask. And, and and then for me, like I want to touch on that too. It's like. Um, to me, what that shows is one, being selfless as a player, right? Oh, he's getting because, killed if you're on right, the slide over the middle. One hundred percent. Now we know it's not. We know it's not the same. He's not the same type of hits like how it was back in the day. 
um, because the, the safety play is different, but you should, it's still the slot is still the slot. And then also McVeigh, McVeigh as well, you know, s- scheming it up. And that's and that's that's yeah. success. Like you wanna like I see people, I see people when they talk about Cup. It's like, like they giving him they giving him love, but I just see the way people. Maybe I'm overanalyzing, but to me it kind of feels like they're not really giving him that type of you know respect because he is in the slot. But to me, like, oh look at all the great wide receivers. They had a great quarterback, and they had a great head coach. Look, we just talked about Jerry Rice. He had Montana. Steve and Young, Steve and, Young. And, and Bill Walsh is one of the greatest innovators of an offense of all time. He created, you know, he helped create the West Coast offense, which with the which is what the Rams run today, um, just more modernized. So, like, what do we <laughs> what do we talk? Randy had Tom, you know, what I mean, for that, and that was his, you know, that was one that was one of his greatest seasons. Calvin had Stafford, you know, so yeah. Larry had Kurt, Kurt Warner. After that, couldn't find another quarterback. Still put up numbers, but couldn't have couldn't didn't have like a the only like person it. you can really sit here and be like, yo, they did all that with nobody in my eyes recently, at least. Because listen, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. It's not like I, I've gone back and researched the NFL since 1940, so I, I can't tell you about you know Bob McEvans, who you know had 1400 yards with you know Josh Quarter throwing the ball to him. I can't tell you about <laughs> that. But DeAndre Hopkins that year, he had like six quarterbacks in a season. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins yeah. had a couple years where he was literally getting passes thrown to him by, like, Brock Osweiler and uh, Tom Savage. Yeah, I mean, it was Max just – I yeah. mean, you, you spit on that. I mean, disgusting. Yeah, yeah it, was, so, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, so, that's, I mean, that's, not, that's the only guy that I can think of that you want to talk about over, <laughs> overcoming something. That's That's different. 100%. I mean, I mean, listen, Andy Dolan is not, you know, he's mid, but A.J. Green was putting up some crazy numbers in Cincinnati, man. I mean, his his prime kind of... Yeah, A.J. Green prime was... Yeah, his, yeah, his prime was... A.J. never hurt that, man? Let, yeah. you know, let me look up a little A.J. Green for, for yeah, he, one time. For you can honestly, time. I mean, you could you could say, I mean, Jameis is, Jameis is, uh, he's, he's good. He's good. He's, he's good. He's good. But Mike Evans, definitely... Oh yeah, Car- no, Mike Car- Evans was in the trenches. He was he was carrying that boy, one hundred percent. So I mean, this man AJ, damn, I, I feel like even I didn't realize how good AJ Green was. This man made seven straight Pro Bowls to start his career. I mean, he had six. He had a, a thousand fifty-seven, thirteen fifty, fourteen twenty-six, ten forty-one, twelve ninety-seven. I mean, nine sixty-four, and then ten seventy-eight, and then that's when the injuries kind of took yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. But I mean. Seven touchdowns, 11, 11, 6, 10, 4, 8, 6. I mean, he was talking about Carry, play, carrying, carrying Dolan, bro. The red rifle. <laughs> red pea shooter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but all right. We'll go on from there as well to uh, Mr. Stafford. And we had a little thing with yeah. this earlier, CJ. I saw that you, I saw you make that little face. Of course, right. is Stafford a Hall of Famer right now? I think that's what everybody's kind of talking about. And CJ, I gotta give it to you. I, I got, I gotta, I gotta get the explanation behind the face. So yeah, last week or last week and the last two weeks, you know, I was saying it. I was saying like, you know, he wins the ball. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer. And to me, like, I didn't, I didn't, I, I, as I, right, like right after he wins it, he'll be a Hall of Famer. And 
I mean, I got I to backtrack. I was wrong. I was wrong for me because one, what I did was I went against my criteria, how I view the Hall of Fame, you know, and how I've been viewing it, you know, pretty much since I've been watching football. So for me, my criteria for Hall of Fame is were you the best player in your era? Hands down, period. Were you top five, top four, top five in your era? So that's from 2009 to 2022. Nobody had Matthew Stafford as the top top five quarterback in his era. Nobody. Now, granted, listen. So here's the caveat. Of course, his, his career is a little different. Played with the Lions. Of course, that's the asterisk, right? So that's why I'm saying he puts, he puts together four to five excellent years, maybe gets an MVP, another bowl, Super Bowl MVP to go with it. Of course, of course, he's going to get in. But as it stands today, no, no. And that's why, you know, he has one Pro Bowl, no all pros. All, all pro means you're the best in your position. Top two, technically. <laughs> top, there's top two, two, yes. There's top, two all pro teams. Exactly. Top, top two in your position. So as it stands today, no. Um, and again, you know, now people I see people starting to bring up Eli. Eli to me, Eli's not a Hall of Famer. Nah, Matt, to sure. me. And listen to me, like, and my criteria is different. Matthew, uh, Matt Ryan, not a Hall of Famer to me. Not. Oh, me neither. Not a Hall of Famer to me. Like, the number, like, we, okay, it's a, it's a new era of football. And I know people, That's people what like, I'm saying, people bro. like, to, people like to bring, if you bring this, you brought this up, up uh, sometimes too, like, you talk about Namath, I mean, more interceptions, <laughs> more interceptions than touchdowns, but it's just a different era, right? They weren't passing the ball, like, how, how like, how they are now. So, of course, you numbers are going to pick somehow. Crazy. <laughs> so of course the numbers, the numbers are going to be inflated uh, in this in this era. The way the game is, the way the game is played, the rules that favor the quarterback, the, the Brady the Brady rule you can't touch the guy below the knees. It's an automatic. 15. You can't touch a wide receiver. I can't touch a wide receiver. Hit him in the head. That's fifteen pass interference calls that clearly favor the wide receiver over the DB. Different time, right? So of course you know the the numbers are going to be inflated. Matt Ryan, not a Hall of Famer to me. Now, will these guys get in? Yeah, they will. They are. No, they are. They are. They are going to get in. They are going to get in. Yeah, he's probably going to get in, bro. No, but listen. No. 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 Okay. To me, it's Tom Payton in this this era. Tom Payton, uh, Breeze, Rodgers. And then you know, for far, far from what? Uh, I mean, shit. Two thousand, two thousand. You know, for for, for we talking about the Stafford. It's two thousand nine. Far was like probably like two thousand, two thousand nine to maybe. It was only a couple years. It was only like three, four years in there with, with Far. But he's he was he still did enough. He had that time with the Vikings. He played really well. Took him to the NFC Conference Championship game. We all we all know we all know the story. The, the time with the Jets, he played solid. We all know this, but. You could even put Mahomes in there. I mean, I was gonna and, say, and it's, like, it, this goes back to like the thing of being good at the wrong time. Yeah, almost because you know I'm I'm equate this to my guy Kid Cuddy because I love him and I think he's underrated. But Cuddy, Cuddy was the end of Kanye and the beginning of Drake. Son never had a chance. Never had a chance. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Stafford was you know the end of. Like Favre or what you're Favre and you know, um, right? Stafford and Stafford and Matt Ryan came in at, at the same time. Matt, Matt Ryan was the number one pick in 08, 
and Stafford was number one pick of 09. So, I mean, that's those they, their their careers are very comparable. Um, but again, I, I never Big Ben. I forgot about Big Ben. Uh, so Russell Wilson. Not. I mean, like like bro. Last year, nobody was saying Matthew Stafford was a top five quarterback. So how is he a Hall of Famer as soon as he gets a championship? <laughs> I think I think it's just the asterisk thing, man. No, and right, and of course, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm not saying he'll never be a Hall of Famer. Oh, no, that's no, outrageous. Yeah. But like if you like put, he probably isn't one right now. Except right. I'm gonna say that he's a Hall of Famer because I feel like he's gonna do this for the next four years. So like, I'm not worried about it. Like obviously, I shouldn't say that because it's football. You, you don't know what's gonna happen on the next snap. We saw what happened to Alex Smith. You never know what's gonna happen. Of God course, willing, right. knock on wood, whatever the hell you want to do. I have wood right here. What am I doing? Um, <laughs> Stafford doesn't get hurt or whatever. Like I say, he's a Hall of Famer because I think I think this is what he is. I think that he was always this good. He was stuck in Detroit. Yes. So yes. that's why I say he's a Hall of Famer. But yeah, if he retired right now, based off criteria, nah. Like I, I agree. I can agree with that. I mean, I like the argument. You know, he was the fastest uh, quarterback to ten thousand. I think he's the fastest quarterback to ten thousand, twenty thousand, thirty, forty, and forty-five thousand yards. That's hey, let's, let's, you know who's gonna break that? Mahomes. You know who's gonna break that? Justin Herbert. Yeah. You know who's going to break that? Some kid drafted two years from now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and, that, and that's the thing. Like, again, my criteria for Hall of Fame is different. Uh, to me, Eli Manning is not a Hall of Famer, bro. Like, like because you want to know why? Led this is interceptions this, three times. That's the only thing you ever led, led the league in. Led the league in interceptions, right? But when people make the argument, I saw somebody, I think his name is Robin Lund- Lundberg, something like that. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I forgot his name. <laughs> but he was like, Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer. If you do if you debate, if you're debating, it's something wrong with you. Now, of course, you know guys tweet these things for for interactions, you know, for for likes and retweets. So uh, you can't get too caught up in it. But well, if you debate it, it's I think it's not a it's not a debate. What do you mean? Because the only thing you can talk about is the two, is the two playoff runs. After that, it's been yeah. mid one seventeen and one seventeen as a quarterback. That is the true the definition. definition. Yeah, <laughs> that is the true definition of mid, bro. Of mid, we didn't we watch this man 20 years plus on Fox because by force, y'all gonna say you're gonna sit here and tell me this man is a Hall of Famer, bro? Come on, man, yeah, come on, great story, cool, great, great story. You know, the caveats, great story, cool guy, real funny. The Honda commercials were really funny back in the day, and it's not hate, you know, people are like, oh, you're a preacher fan, of course, you're gonna not see that. It's not, it's not about that. It's about, I don't watch this man my whole life, bro, his whole <laughs> on Fox every single Sunday, you know what I'm saying, for his entire career. Never really truly dominated the NFC East. Never truly dominated the NFC East at all. When I mean, it was Ro- made- it was Romo, McNabb was on a decline, and the the, the Redskins had who? Exactly. So <laughs> exactly. Gus Farad. All right. So RG3 for a microwave. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's facts, though. So I mean, it's just like I mean. I'm not. He's not to me. But again, he will. He will get in. He will get in because oh, the, the the Super Bowl runs. It's, oh, he, he beat Tom. He beat Tom. Tom went there ten times. The fuck, like you know, he can't go ten for ten. I mean, he went seven <laughs> for ten. Like, okay, not wrong. Uh, like, okay, yeah, he went. He went. He, it would be different if Tom went there like four times and he only won. And he only won two. And he like even still, like if the rest of your career is is dirt. Or mid, to me, it's not Hall of Fame. But again, you know, we getting all—I'm getting all worked up. But I know at the end of the day, he's gonna get in there. 
Um, Bro, like I said, four-time Pro just Bowler. Politics. Four-time Pro Bowler. I mean, he was a not Super even Bowl just MVP. that. He was a Super Bowl MVP in both. Can't you make the argument again that it was the defensive line? The Argus defensive line, they had it, you know, they they just they got hot, man. They got hot. They got hot. I but think the he thing made is the like, playoffs like six times in like a 17-year career. Like, come on, bro. I'm saying in the come division, on, in the division that you know wasn't that hasn't wasn't, had a repeat champion since Vietnam. See what they're saying in color cast. Uh let's go, let's go, man. Uh let's go, Perry. So then so then people bring up Kurt Warner, right? So this is my thing with Kurt Warner, like true, truthfully. His second act in Arizona put him in the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah. Had he not had that second act, I don't know. I know he had. I know he got an MVP. I know he got a Super Bowl MVP with the St. Louis Rams. Um, maybe, but I think his because you got to remember that time he was backing up Eli on, on the Giants. Like how you go from top of the mountain elite to backing up Eli Manning. Bro, he got. He has, two, he has two MVPs, regular two season MVPs. MVPs. Yes, yes. A Super Bowl, all two all pros. I mean, yeah. like he you was, can stop he, right he, there. Right. He 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 was he was, but it was definitely a it was definitely a question, bro. I remember growing up, it was definitely a question, even despite having all that, because he went I mean, he went to the Giants for like what three, four years from like 04 to 07. Then he went to the Cardinals, liner got hurt. And then he had that second act, and he took the Cardinals to the to the bowl. I feel like that second act put him in the bowl. I mean, put him in the Hall of Fame easily. Yeah, he was he was with the Rams ninety eight to 03, Giants on o, Giants oh four, and then oh five to oh nine was with the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. So um, to me, I don't I don't consider Kurt Warner, but Eli Phillip Phillip, you know, put up some big numbers, man. Put up some big numbers. Yes, he has. They had some special offenses. Mr. Jackson, R.I.P. Gates, L.T. Well, I should say Ladanian Thompson. Oh, that's the, the right L.T. <laughs> oh, geez, the old hats. Like, what do you mean? I, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, with their canes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, they had they had some they got some high power offenses during that time when, when Phillip was there, but you know couldn't you know couldn't get it done, couldn't get it done against Tom, couldn't get it done against Peyton. Hey, and, and the AFC West wasn't that good back then. It okay. wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. They had Jake Palmer, Jake Cutler. Jake Palmer. Uh, you know, who's I don't even remember the quarterback for the Chiefs back then. I just know it was just Antonio I'm, uh, Tony Gonzalez carrying every season before he went to the Falcons. So yeah, I couldn't right. tell you. You, right. you couldn't pay me to tell you. Who was the Raiders quarterback back then? After Gannon. I just remember Terrell Pryor. <laughs> Terrell Pryor. Look at yeah, this. Terrell Pryor. We had uh, uh, who's the bro? Come on, first overall pick, biggest bust ever. Jamarcus Russell. Yes, Jamarcus Russell. Yes. Man was man was faking watching tape, bro. Talk about gave him a blank playbook. Son came back and said, "I like the plays." Sip. That was that lean, man. That lean had him leaning, bro. <laughs> Yeah, Those yeah, buffets was, had him feasting uh, too. He was, on that, he was on that dirty sprite. It was over. The other car brother, he was on the Raiders. Uh, David, I didn't know that. David um, was on the Texans. I thought. Yeah, he was, I know he was on the Texans. I know he was on the Giants too. But I didn't um, know he was on the Raiders. I didn't know that. And then Perry says, "I got to see the movie on Warner." Uh, I thought I saw, about I, it. 
I saw the football. I saw his uh, football life, so I feel like I don't really need to see. You know, he was. I mean, someone's bagging groceries. You know what I'm saying? He was playing in the real football. Groceries. He came from the mud, bro. He came from the mud. I definitely give him his props. He definitely came from the mud. Son no went question. to the CFL in the. Son went to the Arena Football League. Yeah. Son was playing. Son was playing football with with Monster Jam playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, AFL was lit. It used to be on NBC back in the day. Shit was lit back in the day, man. Growing yeah, up, I would need the USFL to actually be good this time around. Yes. Same. Because spring football kind of could be lit. It could be. It should be. I mean, I shit, mean CJ, we might have something to talk about. You know, yeah, it's, a, it's a great lane. I mean, I'm you know I'm a root for the New Jersey Generals. Obviously, they're right here. So um, horny ass name, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Why, it why is. everything got to be some generals or commanders? No, shout no, out the uh, shout out Washington. Uh, we're we gonna have the the St. Louis, Louis lieutenants next. Like, come on, son. <laughs> The, the Buffalo Privates. XFL back too. Yeah, we're next year, 2023. Facts. Let's see what The Rock does with that. The XFL's coming back too. We're going to have the USFL and XFL. Facts. Facts. It's smart, bro. It's football in the spring. It's, it's smart. It's a great It's a great lane. It's I a great lane. That. It's got to have the talent. Got to make it marketable, man. Because the USFL is this spring, right? Like March. Yeah, USFL is this spring, yep. And then they bring an XFL back um 23. Interesting. Yep. Yo, let me tell you something. I can be offensive coordinator. Y'all ever need some help? I'll drop out of school right now. That's, that's what they should do. What they should do is like hire some of these old school NFL guys. I know. Like, I know. Uh, Jeff Fisher is one of the coaches in the USFL. Yeah. Jeff Fisher. Um, I, I forgot Mr. the team. Yeah, Mister Mister A and I forgot what team. Yeah, but that's that's what they should do. Bring some of these NFL guys that maybe want to be coaches. Have them be coaches. Um, and that it brings eyes to your product, like say, like you know, Michael Vick. Enemy? Well, I mean, no, Hello? not, not, not the enemy. He should be an NFL. I'm, I'm talking about like, like say, Vic wanted to be a coach. You know I mean, hey, but like, if I'm the enemy and I'm sick and tired of getting screwed, maybe, that, maybe the bro, maybe no, 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 but hold on. But that's a, maybe the USL, the USFL offers him that bag because he would be a premier head coach there. That would, that would, because yeah. listen, I'm gonna be real. Besides Jeff Fisher, I'd never heard of any of these other coaches. Not one time. Not one time. You get me yeah, Eric Bieniemy yeah. in the USFL, I'd be like, "Oh shit." Okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely would bring some eyes. But he, he, but looking from, I, I don't know. Obviously, I don't know. I don't know him. But I'm just saying for him, he probably, he probably, he probably look at it as a, as a step back. I'd rather stay in the NFL as a wide receiver coach than head coach of USFL. I was just saying for the for like the part where you said some of these guys want to be head coaches, like maybe that could be a lane, like. Bro, we got we got triple A for baseball, you know. Maybe you send some of these wide receiver coaches down to triple A, aka the USFL. They coach all of a sudden, bam, they got head coach experience. Just I could definitely I could definitely see that. I could definitely I see some type of out there. If those if those leagues become successful, I could kind of see like a like a farming system. I could could see that down the road. Um it just depends. But uh yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be good this year coming up with the USFL. Uh let's see, what else we got here? Ah, CJ, I refuse to believe. All right, actually, no. We'll get into the first year. So OBJ and Von Miller, what's next for them? Because I got to leave Aaron Donald by himself, and I'm also going to throw in with Mr. Sean McVay when we get to that, to the oh, second yeah, part yeah. of this. But about that too. For, for Von and OBJ, I mean, listen, OBJ, OBJ just tore his ACL. Yeah. Like, my son, gone for the season. Yeah. He ain't coming back until 2023 probably. You know, optimistically, you want to say, yeah, December, if everything goes well. 
But yeah, Adrian Peterson, who like who yeah, did he, he is a, he is Cam Akers, Houdini Magic. Yeah, he is a supreme athlete. He is a supreme athlete. You know, he has second those, time in that knee though. Yes, it is. Yeah, within yeah, exactly. sixteen months too. Yeah, I, 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 I fell for him, man. I was definitely tough. I was tough, man. But you know, he did he did just enough to yeah. show his worth. Show his worth, man. So that's why he was that's why he was crying like that. He's gonna be a meme forever, one hundred percent. I think I think he's gonna stay though. I think I think, bro. Like there's certain places people should play. Odell should just play in L.A. Like it didn't work in New York because they gave him a contract and then traded him immediately. Gettleman's I mean, terrible. Yeah, Gettleman. That was a bold strat, my guy, to give somebody a contract and then trade him like a month later. Bold. Um, he does, bro. Is OBJ a Cleveland guy? No, I don't think I don't think OBJ want to be driving home from the stadium looking at you know uh, a salt manufacturing plant or something like that. Oh, salt manufacturing plant. Yeah. When OBJ when OBJ drive home, he want palm trees or the city in the back, and you're only getting that two places. You stay with. The Rams, you, I mean, Chargers, 49ers, whatever, one of those California teams, or you book it over to the Giants or the Jets, and guess what? I ain't doing that because you want to talk about dirt? Oh, yeah, clip. I mean, that's topsoil right there. That's I mean, that's <laughs> prime. Actually, no, I, I can't even say that because at least topsoil grows some things. I mean, we Jets and Giants ain't growing nothing. So, nah, size teams. L's, big L's. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. Vaughn, I think he does the same thing, honestly. I really do. I think Vaughn stays too. What, why, where's Vaughn going to go? He ain't going back to Denver. They shipped him out of there. He's mad at them. At least that's what I've heard. Um, and I mean, I, I, do you, does he want money again? Like, But who's also going to give him money? I think he had a good playoff run, but I ain't giving him big money. So yeah, no. he's a situational guy now in my eyes. Uh which is damn so crazy to say because I really remember him just torching people back in the day, bro. That championship game against the Patriots, him and uh, Ware. who Demarcus Ware, yeah, bro, just torching. So I think I think they're both gonna stay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think with with, injury, with uh, Odell getting injured, it definitely probably gives the Rams uh more leverage from a negotiate from the negotiation standpoint standpoint um in terms of getting that contract done because had he stayed healthy and if he would have went crazy oh it, it's his leverage would have been crazy but since he got hurt it, it comes back it comes everybody comes back down to to the means so uh I think he does stay he may doesn't he's made a lot of money I'm sure off the field so I'm, I'm sure He's he's good from that standpoint, and yeah, you know, I for the for the weird about OBJ playing paying bills anytime soon. That's uh, a fact. And you got Bobby Trees. Bobby Trees is coming back off his ACL injury, so it's it's gonna be a uh, you're not you're not losing you're not losing that much. You get you get you lose one, and then you get the guy back that you um, that you lost Had originally. Anyone. Exactly. So, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's hungry. You know, he was sitting on that sideline while these guys, his brothers, going out there going to battle. Getting that chip, so I know he got a lot to prove. He was playing; he was playing pretty well uh, before he got hurt too. Um, and then for Von Miller, yeah, same thing. Um, it, you know, if it's not the Rams, you know, contender. Tyler, Tyler Thigpen. Uh, I don't even. I've never heard that name in my life. 
was, it was bugging me to look it up. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Appreciate I've you, literally Jim. never heard of Tyler yeah. Thigpen in my life. Yeah, I remember Thigpen now. Yeah, wow. Well, that just goes to show you it was. It wasn't great. It wasn't. Good. He had ample opportunities to get in that, get in the playoffs when he was on the Chargers for Philip. But yeah, Vaughn, same thing. I see contender. Got to go to a contender, man. At this point, you know, you're trying to get as many championships as possible. Go where you're comfortable. And you know, if the, if the Rams give him a really good deal, you know, why not stay? Now they're gonna. I heard they're gonna have to extend Stafford. Stafford, pretty. Let's time to rip up this deal I got. I can see him getting, but the thing is, and the thing is, what is he? Okay, but we we doing the money sign, but what is what does that look like? You know, is he gonna take a little pay cut to keep some of the guys around him? You don't want to have Detroit 2.0 when you're 39. You feel me? Like, so yeah. you know, it's you know it's, it's a big it's a big question uh, from that standpoint. But obviously they're gonna extend him. But for Vaughn. Yeah, it's either you know Rams or one of these top teams in the NFL that that's going to compete for a championship. Perfect, because now I want to get into something that just annoys me to no end. Aaron Donald, Sean McVay, going to retire all of a sudden? Really? That's what we're doing now? Like I, I get listen. It, is it possible? Because do reporters know more than me right now about the NFL? And I notice I said right now, because don't worry, I'll be there one day. I'll be breaking news soon enough. Um, yeah, they do. <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. If McVeigh and Donald retire, either one of them, I will come back on this show and gladly admit I was wrong. Gladly. Because there is no way in the almighty hell that they are retiring. Sean McVeigh is 36. 36. This man could literally coach for another probably 35 years in a row. Yeah, uh, yeah, he could. He could. I don't, yeah, like, he could. I don't, it's not you, possible. But you're going to gonna retire now? Like, what? He's, 30, he's 36. So he'd be, what, 71 if he coached another 35 years? Isn't Bill like 70-something right now? 70, yeah. 70, yeah. yeah. Yes, he is. Uh, okay. So this man could coach for another 35 years and ain't, ain't nobody would blink an eye at it. But I mean, <laughs> hey, in, in 20, what would it be? 2057? Yeah? yeah. Did I do that math right? Yeah. We might have people living to 200 years old. You never know. We could have some great medical te- technology. So I don't think anybody would, would be blinking an eye at that. And then Aaron Donald. The, the seven straight, you know, first all all team pro that like the yeah. the the Pro Bowler Aaron Donald, like the the three time Defensive Player of the Year Aaron Donald, like the 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 current Super Bowl champion Aaron Donald at thirty is going to retire. Right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. No shot. There ain't no way that he, they're either one of them are going anywhere. Why? Why would you? I would. I would genuinely. And it's not even possible, but I'd come up with technology just to do it, give them a CTE test, both of them right now, if they if they decide to retire, because something's wrong. Something went wrong. <laughs> I could see I could see Donald um taking a lot, a lot of hits, man. And again, he's not a big guy. He's about, you know, six foot, two eighty-five. You got all these, you know, six three, six four guards, you know, he's running into every single every single play. Uh, I, I could see him, I could see him taking some time off. I mean, his career is already cemented. I mean, you like you just talked about the accolades. Three-time Defensive Player of the Year, 
all pro seven seven years in a row. And the only time wasn't only time was his rookie year where he didn't get it. Eight time pro bowler. I mean, like what else is there to what else is there to really do? Um I mean he wanted to try and win an MVP. <laughs> he could he could try. He could try. I could see him stepping away, one hundred percent. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. We've seen great players leave early at 30. We, talk, we talked about this on um, Gen Z, too. Saw Keeley leave. We saw Patrick Willis step away. Barry. Um, Barry, Calvin. yep. Barry Calvin, exactly. So would it shock me? Um, because, again, it's like, what else is that? I mean, you could go for multiple chips, of course, but, you know, he's made enough money. So I, would, I, I wouldn't be surprised there. McVay, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, don't get me wrong. His wife, crazy. Someone which doesn't <laughs> might want. Maybe you do want to spend more time with her. You know what I mean? But come on, bro. You got the whole off season spend time with her. Facts. That's a fact. And <laughs> and um, yeah, he's you know this is you know he's in the he's in his I guess you could say pr- prime. I mean, because he started off so early. Uh, started off at thirty three, and he's he's had he's had a hell of a coaching career, man. Um, yes, the best quarterback, Tower top two. You, know, you could say him and Russell, him and Russell in, in the division. And your top team, they got over the hunt, they got over the uh the hump in, in terms of being San Fran. They get to the ball, they got the ball. And, you know, we'll see what Trey Lance is going forward. But, you know, right now they're the favorites in the NFC. You have to you have to put them there. I, I know Green Bay has Aaron Rodgers. And we'll see how that we'll see how that plays out. Um, from that standpoint, but I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're the champs and Brady, Brady just left the NFC, left the league. <laughs> so nobody, nobody at neither conference has to worry about that anymore. And I think uh, it gives them a good shot to, you know, maybe win a few more. Uh, you know how to win now. And I could see him coaching for another five to seven years. I can see him stepping away, taking some time and then coming back. You know, that's what a lot of these coaches do. We just saw Sean Payton do it. He was in the trenches for 16 years. Took, took a year off. <laughs> he took a year off. He might come back. Um, you, you need that break because that coach, it, it is a grind. It's a complete, it's really no off season at all. Yeah. I mean, because like soon, soon as I'm pretty sure right now he's getting ready for, I mean, pretty sure it takes some time off like right now, you know, a couple weeks. Then, then it's right back to scouting, getting ready for the draft, getting ready for the combine. So, um, yeah, I don't see him leaving anytime soon. I would be genuinely shocked to be that one of them retired. I really would. Especially if you're Donald, like you waited all those years when you were bad at first. Then you get McVay, you're good, but you're with Jared Goff, so you know you're probably not going to win. You wait all those years to win the chip, you finally win it, and now you're also at a point where it's like, bro, we could win, we could win a few here. Because I've said this before, who in the NFC scares you now? Like I named eight teams potentially, five of them right now, and three of them if they get a quarterback in the AFC, that's going to make the AFC a living hell for the next ten years. The NFC, that, that other conference, Who, who's scary? Today, the as, a, as it stands today, no team, no team. Um, the Rams are the scariest one. The Rams are no, no, no question the favorites, just because again, uh, Green Bay's playoff success has, uh, you know, it's like a sixteen-minute video of of Green Bay in the playoffs with Favre and Rodgers combined. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna send you that later on. <laughs> My goodness. Oh my! Goodness. It was it was it was a tough watch if you're a Packer fan. That is a tough watch, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you 
Trey, Trey Lance could be an X factor. Could be could be a dude right away. You know what I'm Imagine saying? Imagine if he's he, trash though. Uh, you know, I mean, but it would be it would be kind of sad. But if he's really good, it, it could it could create problems because right. right. man does does still have uh, McVay's number. You know, they go back and forth, so it'd be a good battle if they got a you know better than mid quarterback and Trey Lance in the rookie deal, like we've been talking about with these young guys. Could be could be scary. We'll see what happens with Russell. Uh, we'll see what happens with Deshaun. I saw reports that the Bucks, the Bucks, yeah, the Bucks, you know, doing doing extensive homework on on Deshaun Watson. So that would be crazy. That would be crazy. That, that would, would be, be crazy. different. That would be crazy. It's smart for them. Why not? I mean, they just they t- they just tasted that bowl, and they you know they feel like they were what a play away from potentially beating the champs. So it's like, why not go get another quarterback and try to make a mental lap a mental lapse from uh. Todd Bowles away from another. Yeah, you can't you can't go you can't go back to being a suckinaires after losing Brady. Can't do it. You mean after you just tasted that Super Bowl, you got to try to get a quarterback. And, and I would, yeah, I would see what's up. I would see. I would give up. I would no one thousand percent give up the first round picks for 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 the show. Um, of course. And honestly, and, and to keep this back, first round picks aren't even. They a lot of them don't live up to the hype anyway. A lot of the best players are, are in the second and third round in the mid rounds. So here's my thing, like. I would never let a draft pick stop me from getting somebody. Of like, that you know caliber, what I mean? Because, yeah. like, you're drafting in the hopes of getting somebody that's going to be like that player. So if I can take my draft pick and be like, here you go, give me that player, I know that's good. Like, I don't understand why nobody, like, why teams don't always do that. Like, oh, they wanted a second-round pick. We can't give that up. Bro, you could have had uh, – Damn, who the hell got – somebody got traded for something low that was – oh, I mean, hey, we traded away Gilmore for, you know, a six-round pick. So, yeah, you might as well trade everybody anyway. Um, yeah, that was – yeah, I, I, I didn't understand that. No, I don't understand the sixth round. But, yeah, you're right. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> That's built for you, man. <laughs> That's built. All right, CJ, last one of the night. And it has to do not with the Super Bowl. I think, I mean, hey, we did an hour 30 on it. So I think we uh, did pretty well talking about some things. Um, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, a little beef, a little problem here. You know, we got Kyler deleting everything Cardinal related off his IG. And then the Cardinals went, which, by the way, kindergarten shit. Love the pettiness, though, because I'm I'm at heart a petty garbage human being. So I love it. The fact that the Cardinals went and deleted everything that was Kyler Murray related. I love it. Besides like the pick of him holding up his jersey or something like that. Love it. But a little tension there. With it all being said, I think that there was a report that came out that, you know, he's going to be their quarterback. Like, it's not like he's, you know, all of a sudden getting traded somewhere. So uh, I wouldn't be worried about that. There's also some reports coming out that the team – uh, really looked down upon him not wanting to finish the game uh, after uh, not wanting to finish that Ram playoff game when they told uh, Colt McCoy to go in. Uh, I guess the team was pretty upset with him, like his teammates and stuff like that, that you're not out there with your team, even though you're getting, you know, blown out of the water, but still a bad look to not finish the game with your team in a playoff game. Uh, so I guess some people were mad about that, but you're right. It's a, it's petty. It's stupid. Like nothing's gonna happen. Like say it with your chest, then trade him. Trade him. Or if you're Kyler, go play baseball. Say it with your chest, bro. You that mad? I would be up. 
that would be crazy. <laughs> Are you that mad? He's locked out right now, so he couldn't even go do that. Pitchers and catchers were supposed to report today. I could, I could shed a tear right now. Right now, I could. Uh, but yeah, I don't think this is anything. He's going to be their quarterback. All of a sudden, he's going to unarchive all those picks on IG. Everything will be happy, and then we'll move on, and they'll get eliminated from the playoffs next year. This this story is so confusing, man. It's so it's so petty because how I look at it is we've seen we've seen young quarterbacks lose in the playoffs. <clears throat> Matt, what's going on, man? This request of the hot seat. I got you. I didn't even see it. Bro, nice one. Color cast, I love you. I really do. I need I need a pop-up on my phone when somebody requests something. Man, I got you. Got you with a nice little minute here. Yeah, but yeah, you know, this, this, this guy. Oh, all right, but yeah, yeah, we're from Matt. Man. Hello there, brethren. Yo, what's going on, boys? You know, just wanted to pop in to say appreciate you guys doing the show. You know, it's awesome. We had a great Super Bowl. Feel bad for my uh, Joe Burrow and the Bengals, but don't say, don't say that you, don't say that we coming back. Don't ever say that. I've had the great quarterback of Aaron Rodgers. We yeah, have been back in eleven years. Get an O-line, get rid of uh, Eli Burt, crisp Apple, and Kyler Murray needs to stop messing around because, Kyler, come on, son. What you doing? You want to go to baseball or it's a lockout? Come on, bro. Like, get it together. Quit quit being a little bitch. Man up, own up. <laughs> yeah. Get better. You know, just plain and simple. And, you know, let's hope, let's hope for a good football offseason. I want to see what Green Bay does, you know. Maybe we give Roger an extension. Who knows? But, you know, keep on doing what you guys do. And, yeah, let's hope for a successful football offseason. Yes, Appreciate sir. Our brother in arms, Matt. Thank you very much, my good sir. Appreciate you, uh, Matt. man. Appreciate, yeah. Appreciate the love, people. Appreciate the love, yes. But, yeah, listen. Um, and then Kyler drops her a post like, you know, this is this is not what I'm about. But the thing is, like, bro, you created it by deleting, you know, unfollowing the Cardinals on Instagram. So I, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. To me, this was like, like, this is why the NFL is really a reality show, man, because stuff just pops up out of nowhere. I literally out of nowhere. No one's even thinking about the Cardinals. Nope. <laughs> And and you gotta and you gotta know like you know as a player and I know it's tough man it's the human element of emotions and feelings getting away but man you gotta know like yeah if I do this it's just gonna be like a story yeah it's gonna be a story the season's about to end they have nothing else to talk about except one game and 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 the game the last game you played in you got blasted you threw a under you know Rick Barry underhanded pass in your own end zone <laughs> that led to a pick six. Of course they're gonna talk about it, bro. You know, if you have frustrations with the team, hold it down. Talk to it with your agent. You don't, you know, archive or delete. If he deleted it, that's like, whoa, bro. You went through all your pictures and deleted it. No, yeah. no. You, you bored as hell. You bored yeah. as hell. He, I 100 had to be archived. Um, I hope so, because <laughs> that's that. That's why. Yo, here, yo, CJ, you know what it is with that post he made though. You ever seen the? Uh, I'm sure you have that, that Eric Andre meme of him like shooting some dude. In the uh, in the couch, yes, and then it's yeah. like it's like it's like Kyler Murray, and then he's the guy on the couch, and it's also Kyler Murray shooting the gun. And it's like 
why would the Cardinals do this? <laughs> like, that's exactly what it is. I don't get He's it. He's like, I'm not about it. this, but yeah, you started it. Well, not about what? It's weird. It's weird. And again, we've seen we've seen young quarterbacks lose. We saw Lamar lose his first playoff game. We saw Lamar lose his first two playoff games before before like game one. Yeah, Josh Allen, by the way. <laughs> Just say. Well, no, nah, well, he beat the Titans and then and then they lost. Then they lost to Josh, right? Yeah. Um so but yeah, right, exactly. Um we saw him, we saw him lose. Uh, we have seen young guys lose losing the losing the playoffs early in their career, then get it done. So and people are saying this about money. I mean, I don't I mean, I don't know. Are they not gonna is he is he not gonna get a, a, a good good amount of a good extension, a good contract? So it was just weird. You know, this story was really weird to me. You know, I really thought we were just gonna be focused on like, you know, Deshaun and Russell Wilson. Garoppolo, you know, in that second tier of, you know, quarterbacks and what happens with that. But, you know, now, now this circulates and the media, they're going to eat this shit up, bro. So I, I don't know why he, he put himself in this predicament, put, put himself in this predicament. I really don't, but I think he's well, bored. I guess, I guess you, you gotta be that bored. <laughs> you gotta be bored in life or you gotta just be an annoying person. And you, and you lost to the champs. So it's not like it's not like you and I, and listen and and this is what I want to talk about. I just remember now, Kingsbury, bro. This is what they have to do, right? They got to start running a the football. They got to start running a football, not with Kyler, with like a bell cow, like with a really good running back. James Conner, yeah, like how really, they were doing with James Conner, and then all of a sudden they just forgot about it. he exists. Yeah, James Conner is good. He had a he had a really solid uh, bounce back year after the last you know couple years in Pittsburgh, but they need like a real. Bell Kyle type guy running back to take that pressure off of Kyler, bro. Kyler can't drop back in the shotgun 40, 45 times. At, at, and again, he's not a he's not a tall guy. So when he takes these shots, yeah, he's a stocky guy and he's short. But you taking those hits, it's not gonna last the whole season. How you offset that, you gotta run the football. You gotta get physical at the point of attack. Cliff Kingsbury is not that style. He can't like, bro, this dude had Patrick Mahomes for three years and they were 500. At Texas Tech, huh? And I feel like that doesn't get talked about. That doesn't get talked about enough. Like this man had Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech, and didn't win. So I got fired zero, from his zero, alma mater. Zero Big Twelve championships. You got fired from your alma mater, bro. He was mid. He was mid. You know, he got the job because he has a, he had a great relationship with Kyler um, in high school, and he, he recruited Kyler um, back when Kyler was coming out of high school. So, and listen, to be fair, they have done some good things over there. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, 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 and that's what, again, that's what makes this so confusing. I mean, they started, they kind of like the Chargers, the chart the NFC version of the Chargers. I mean, because the chart, like historically with the Chargers in the Phillip days, they either started hot, ended cold, or or started cold and ended hot and then couldn't get in because they didn't start, start off well enough. They're the same, they're the same right now. It's the same thing. They started off well last year. Remember they 8 0 this year? 8 0, and then, you know, fell off the face of the earth. Last year, same thing. Started off playing really well. Kyler hurt his shoulder, and it was wraps. So I mean, I just feel like they got to you know fine tune a couple things, but they most de- and then, and they didn't have D Hop. So this whole dynamic is weird to me. Um, but they do need to get a running back. They need to get a, get a guy that's a bell cow. You look at that division. Yes, they didn't you know they didn't run the ball successfully in the Super Bowl, but McVeigh definitely still wants to run the football. That's still his identity. Uh, we know what Shanahan wants to do. 
and I don't know what's going over going on over there in Seattle. <laughs> so I can't really speak for that. I can't really speak for that right now. Seattle. Yeah, I can't I can't speak for that right now. But for Arizona's sake, if they want to keep him upright throughout the course of the season, you get a running back, a guy you get a dude, and Cliff Kingsbury have to change his mindset and run the ball. So they're just weird, bro. Like what like I don't know. I, I I literally I, I can't understand it, so I can't explain it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that like this. Listen, you want to know how I feel about it? Could never be me. <laughs> like that's how I like Kyler. You could never be me, bro. Because I would have been like, you know, we lost to the champions. Like, no, don't get me wrong. If you were satisfied, that's a bad thing. You shouldn't be satisfied that you lost. But like, oh, they're making me the scapegoat. Okay, you're yeah. a quarterback. Who else you thought they were going to make the scapegoat? The running back? You're right, a exactly. quarterback. Fair or not, you get blame and then you get praise. If the praise. defense won a, a 3 nothing game, guess what? You probably would have gotten the praise because you got your team in the field goal range one time. Like, we, talked about, we talked about Jimmy Garoppolo. We talked about Jimmy Garoppolo beating the Packers as if he did anything in the game. Hey, like I said, it's, it's Peyton nice. Manning got Peyton Manning got two two Super Bowls. Man was man was off the the morphine drip in that <laughs> second Super Bowl to yeah. win. Yeah, and it was talking about Peyton. Like you're the quarterback. What'd you expect? Boy who cried wolf. Just saying. It's facts, man. Yeah, Morris, more more uh, Chris Morrison came out with a report saying that they like think he's immature and all that stuff, but. Hopefully they figure it out. I mean, he is a special player. He's a special yeah, talent. He's fun to watch. He's fun to watch, man. Uh, hopefully they get figured out. And this is just like you know the little, you know, argument phase. And then you know, you know, he's allowed. They're allowed to. The guy's allowed to come back to the crib, and it's all good after that. <laughs> yeah, right now the Cardinals are throwing his clothes onto the lawn, you know, right, screaming and yelling. He's gonna come back with the beat with the boombox and you know, right, serenade exactly. him. Talk come about I love you, baby. You know what I mean. Come back with the favorite food at the door, you know. They make yeah, up, you know, a little teddy so, bear with the with the holding the chocolate heart, you know, you know. Hopefully, on. hopefully, man. Hey, except that <laughs> teddy bear is going to be a two hundred and fifty million dollar contract. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. All right, CJ. A wonderful show. I think we ended there. We hit all of our topics. We hit the comment section. We did everything. A wonderful, wonderful episode to wrap up. Honestly, one of the best football seasons I think I've seen in my lifetime. Now, I'm only 21, so <laughs> let's hope that I, uh, you know, knock on wood again. Got many more football seasons to come. But uh, wonderful season, wonderful time with you, my friend, of course. Sir, likewise, brother. Great season. So uh, we'll end it there. CJ, where everybody can find you and uh, let them know. C James nine underscore CJ dot James nine or IG Garter podcast. Um, really start starting to put out some some NBA stuff now. Now that you know football is 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 has come to an end, starting to focus on NBA now. So so look out for that page. Look out for that podcast, guys. Uh, Twitch CJ versus the world. Uh, yeah, that's that's it for me, man. Again, everybody listening on Colorcast, watching us on YouTube, Facebook. Um, retweeting, liking our, liking our posts when we go live or, or promoting when we're about to go live. Everybody from the USM fam, appreciate you guys throughout this entire season, man. Uh, really grateful. Yes, sir. Uh, as for me, Anthony Conover underscore over there on Twitter for my thoughts on 
which is my world, sports, because I don't care about anything else. Uh, you can catch me there. Uh, Generational Sports is Monday, 7 Eastern, every day, or every day, every week, I should say. Obviously, Tuesdays, me and CJ do this. We might take a little bit of a break, people, you know. NFL season's over. We might take a little, uh, you know, a couple weeks off here or there. Uh, come back when free agency hits and hit the ground running again. But might take a little break. Uh, we'll let you know for sure, of course. Uh, Thursdays, I got backstop banter, everything in the baseball world. Uh, it's tough right now. We got a lockout. So, uh, me and Michael out here have been making top 10 lists and talking about lockout stuff. Listen, we're still keeping me entertained. Don't worry. We'll play baseball this year. God, I hope so. But that is at 9 Eastern every Thursday. Uh, you can follow my, my the Generational Sports Podcast right there over there on Twitter. And listen, all the podcasts I just mentioned, Shen Z, Hard Count, Backstop Banter, everything is available. Uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Music. We are literally everywhere that you can listen to a podcast. So make sure you go and check that out. And uh, listen, with that being said, I think I will uh, I'll end it there. CJ, like I said, wonderful episode, wonderful season. And hey, listen, people, don't worry. We ain't we ain't leaving permanently. We might you know might stick a little couple weeks here or there. Recharge the good old battery, you know. Even but. though I, even that energizer energizer bunny needs to get replaced every once in a while. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. That's a fact. <laughs> All right, guys, we will uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm.